Zero. Hello. Welcome to episode one of the Vibecast, everybody. This is the Vibecast with Brent Pella, formerly the Brent Pella Show. Now, episode one of the Vibecast with Brent Pella. Kind of the same thing, but we're just going to lean into the vibes a little bit more. You know, sometimes it'll just be me. Sometimes it'll be me and a guest. But every single Monday, you can come through and kick it and give the world a vibe check with me. That's the goal. That's what we want to do. We want to try and balance out all this weird stuff that's going on in the world with a little bit of positive energy. Yes, I'm leaning into the cliche of a dude saying, what's the vibe? But you know what? What's the vibe, dude? We're trying to bring a good vibe into the world. That's the purpose. That's the mission. That's what we're doing. Uh, You know, like I said, from the jump, I've been doing this podcast for two years now. That's longer than I thought I'd be doing it. Um, And I don't know how long I'll be doing it for, but right now we're doing it and we're here. And I appreciate you guys being here and listening. I'm going to take a sip of my coffee now, my mushroom coffee. Nice, dude. Very shroomy. Very shroomy. I got bone broth on the on the stove right now. It, it's just a vibe, dude. It's a nice Sunday vibe. It's a good vibe. Good vibe Sunday vibe. Hang time. It's a good. It's a good vibe. Hang time. It's a good fun vibe. Good good fun. Good vibe. Fun time. Good vibe. Fun hang time. Fun fun vibe. That's what this is. That's what the podcast will be. Uh, so I appreciate y'all being here. Episode one of the Vibecast is brought to you by Newtopia from Bioptimizers. It's their new um, nootropic line. If y'all ain't never heard of nootropics before. Uh, Bioptimizers is offering a discount on their line of nootropics, which you can customize to fit your own goals and uh, your own brain balance. There's a couple different ones they sent me here. Upbeat for confidence, ambition, and positivity. That's fun. I feel like I got that in my blood. Uh, the Apex for calm and creativity. Um, so if you go to uh, nootropic, new, sorry, nootopia.com slash Brent. You will find a wonderful discount. That's newtopia.com slash Brent. Newtopia is N-O-O-T-O-P-I-A. And uh, place an order. Check it out. Nootropics, man. Make your brain work better. Unlock. You become Bradley Cooper and Limitless, you know? There you go. Guys, it's a vibe. We're here. We're vibing. It's fun. It's fun, man. You know, the podcast, um, I, I just celebrated my birthday and it made me really think about everything that I'm doing right now in this, my 17th year uh, 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 around around the sun. Um, it's crazy to turn 17 too. It's like, wow, like where do the years go? You know what I mean? Time just literally flies by when you're in your late teens. And, um, you know, I, I, I've been looking at all the stuff that I've been doing lately, the videos, the podcast, stand up, um, a big side project that I can't tell you guys about yet pitching a couple shows and like what's the priority what am I doing I liked taking a couple weeks off of the pod um I missed it at times I also didn't miss it and it felt good to not have to do another thing at times um but uh you know for the foreseeable future I'm gonna keep doing it I'm gonna keep rocking it's a cool way to connect with you that's what it is even though you're not talking back to me it's definitely more of a monologue type vibe i'm still gonna do it because i think the world could use some more positive energy and that's what i have to give so i'm gonna try to give it at every opportunity that i can this being one of them and you know especially as um people uh uh as as people start coming out of this pandemic phase you know which seems to be happening right now. I was at a coffee shop in LA a couple of days ago, my favorite coffee shop, Alana's in Venice. And this, they used to have, <laughs> oh my God, they had like a couple months ago, I was there a few months ago and it was like masks only, one person inside at a time, 
all the tables had chairs on the tables, like stacks that no one could sit there. Um, they had a little bell that the, uh, the barista would ring. The, the barista would pull on a string. The string was attached around the door outside to a little bell so that whoever's waiting outside would hear the bell when the barista pulled the string and know that the next, that it's their turn to go inside because the next person had already ordered and had exited through the back to the patio to wait for their drink. That's how wild it was. Crazy. Crazy. Um, and so I went into the same coffee shop a couple days ago. And no signs, no bells, no strings, no little six-foot distance stickers, not a single person wearing a mask. Packed. People sitting inside, chilling, vibing, working on their screenplay that they're never going to sell. It doesn't matter what they were doing. It's, it's, it's nice to see people out in the world again. And, you know, a lot of people thought that, that would never happen. You know, a lot of people thought, um, and I'm talking about people on both sides, dude. Like a lot of people that were like super, super mega, like um, mega, like anti-COVID, anti-restrictions, anti-mandates and all that. I thought that this was going to just lead to uh, some futuristic dystopia. Maybe, you know, there's still a chance, I guess. I guess there's still a chance, but it looks like people are just ready to live again. And then on the flip side of that, there were people who probably fucking hoped that there would always be restrictions and mandates because they just want everybody around them to be the same as them, which is scared of, of whatever the new thing is or like on board with the new thing. You know, there's always a new thing. And COVID was the new thing that let a lot of people create their identity around getting mad on Twitter. So, but in between those people lies what I think is a majority of people who are just done, just done, dude. Just fucking leave us alone, bro. You know, the six foot stickers didn't save one life. Whoever created the six foot stickers is a billionaire. Whoever, whatever, wherever people got those stickers from, damn, that dude is loaded now, right? But we don't need that shit no more. You know, we don't need it no more. Okay. People, people are done. People are, people are done. It's, it's just, it's time to live, which is really nice. Um, and so, you know, that, that this kind of transition out of COVID is happening exactly two years after we started transitioning into COVID, which was like mid-March 2020. And my birthday is mid-March 2020. And this podcast started mid-March 2020. So there's just been kind of like an energy around this time of year for me every year. Uh, with all those things kind of floating through my headspace, and the the change to Vibecast, um, you know, it's it's just uh, it's not really like a anything new or crazy. It's still the same set, you know, same dude, same dude, bro, same same energy, new vibes, you know, same energy, new vibes, and we'll see what that even means as we go as we go maybe i get too busy a month from now and the podcast is done maybe i do this forever and it becomes the biggest thing i do who knows who knows i'm open to anything um i have a big tour coming up this summer so if you guys are out in the world and you're ready to live and laugh and love come see a show come see a show the only dates i can say publicly right now are huntsville alabama switched from may 12th to may 10th from thursday to tuesday so if you're trying to come party in Huntsville, Alabama, I'll be there on Tuesday, May 10th. And then the day after that in Nashville, that's Wednesday, May 11th. Um, aside from that, I am on the road a ton through the summer, but I'm just trying to lock in the dates. I'll name some cities and I'll drop the dates when uh, everything gets locked in. But Bloomington, Indiana, 
Um, Donya Beach, Florida, Miami, Orlando, Chicago for sure. Dallas, big shows in Dallas coming up. Seattle, Portland, uh, uh, San Diego, going to be some big shows over the course of a weekend in the summer. Um, Boston, I'm, I'm pushing hard for Boston. New York, I'm trying to do a big one in New York. So if y'all are in New York, man, I, I don't know if it's going to be a full weekend at a comedy club or like one big show at a theater. Uh, I don't know which it'll be. But either way, if you're in New York, plan on coming out to hang, dude. Because the past couple shows have been great. I was on the road a lot recently. Oh, I've been doing a lot of cool stuff in the past couple of weeks. So I, I went um, to, I did a, a whole college run through the South. I did University of uh, Eastern Tennessee State University, North University of North Georgia, Delagana, Delanaga, Delanaga, Delagana. Something with an H and an E and an A, something in there. Um, those were both fun. And then I went to University of Alabama Huntsville. That was pretty cool because I do. So I put it in my rider. If you're if you're an entertainer, you have a rider. You go to different shows, different uh, uh, cities, and you can put like fun things in your rider. I remember um, this comic, Jessamay Peluso, hilarious, awesome chick. Um, I opened. She was the first person I ever featured for, actually. And, uh, in her rider, she had like a big ass bag of Swedish fish. She doesn't even eat Swedish fish. She just does it to see if the club is paying attention. And sure enough, she had this big ass bag of Swedish fish when I went and saw her, um, when I first featured for her. So in my rider now for college shows, I have, uh, access to the school basketball court. So I can put up some shots, dude. So I went to university of, uh, Alabama Huntsville and they introduced me to the coach, the head coach of um the men's basketball team coach shulman shout out to shulman dude thought they were the horses turns out their mascot is the chargers and it was really cool man alabama that was i mean i don't know if i could say alabama is cool but that was cool you know what i mean alabama's got a lot of waffle houses there it's a whole lot of while i ate a lot of waffle house on that trip i ate more waffle house than anybody should probably eat um and i went to waffle house one time so you know i don't i think one time should probably be the maximum amount of times that somebody eats Waffle House. It was soggy. It was soggy. The house of waffle, the waffles were soggy. I don't know. Anyways, um, after that, after that, I went to shoot a Christmas movie, Justina Valentine. If y'all watch Wild and Out, um, the uh, Nick, Nick Cannon comedy show that I'm on on VH1, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and streaming on Paramount Plus, um, Justina Valentine is the red-haired rapper on that show. She's rad as fuck. Uh, she put together a Christmas movie based on her loud Italian family, and she cast me as her brother. That's all I'm going to say about it. That's all I'm going to say. And it was hilarious. It's amazing. It's going to come out uh, next holiday season, 2022, around December probably. I think they're going to drop a trailer in July. And, um, it was great, man. It was one of the first, it was well, technically it was the first movie I've done. Cause I did Stevie Emerson's movie. Um, what was it called? It was, it was something about storming area 51. It was like where, where the aliens at or something. Let me look it up. Jamie, can you pull up, um, Stevie Emerson alien movie, please. So we can promote it, please. Uh, let's see area. 51 alien movie. I don't know. <clears throat> you can find it on the slappers only channel on YouTube. Um, but that was like a 50 minute 
50 minute short film justino's is a proper feature and it was a big role so it was cool dude so it'll be great so it's fun so we're vibing we're so we're vibing we're vibing um what else is going on i watched the kanye west documentary you guys see that dude all right here's the deal kanye is a nut kanye is uh, just great like crazy he's crazy i mean not crazy but crazy i think is used wrongly sometimes i think crazy is often used to put people down so that you don't have to listen to what they're actually saying and to like elevate your own status above them just as like an easy out like it's lazy to call someone crazy is lazy so maybe i shouldn't use the word crazy so i'm gonna check myself uh but he's wild for sure he's wild i listened to kanye's music through high school and college every album he dropped front to back multiple times over and this was prior to him becoming known for his outbursts, public appearances, um, things he said in the media, in the press, things he did in public or like with relationships or feuds or beef. Prior to all that, he was literally just known as an extremely talented musician. And that's how I was introduced to him as a teenager. So he was one of my, and still is for sure, one of my favorite artist of all time. He'll go down as one of the top 10 musicians ever. What he's done is crazy. All the things he's done. He invented a whole new way of creating an instrument out of a human voice. It's it's bananas what he's done in production and with his lyricism over the years. Now, more recently, he's gone the God route and he's very religious and that's all good. He's very Christian. He did Sunday service. Um, I think I told the story uh, on a previous episode about how I PA'd at Sunday service. I was an assistant on one of his Sunday services. It was wild. But the documentary is really cool because it shows like who he actually is, you know, who he, who I, I hesitate to say was because I think he still has all that energy inside him from the early 2000s to mid and late 2000s. Uh, leading up to the 20 teens, which is kind of where he started to turn around 2016 when he went full pro Trump. Um, that's when a lot of people started looking at him as a wacko, which kind of sucks, you know, like just because who you want to vote for is this person that's going to automatically make millions of people think you're a wacko. That ain't right, but it happens. And that's what has led his public image to be what it is now. The documentary, though, it's in three parts, one, two, and three, and it, it shows him, dude, it shows this motherfucker freestyle rapping and just rapping like for minutes on end to people like Pharrell, Talib Kweli, Maz Def, Jay-Z, John Legend, uh, Rhyme Fest, all these like legends, legends, legendary people, Luda, all these people he, he's like bearing his entire soul to without hesitation. Can you imagine walking in to a job interview and like doing the job right there and just committing to the job? Like if you're going to be a server, can you imagine walking in to the office of a cheesecake manager, cheesecake factory manager's office and just being like, hi, how you doing today? Is there anything I can get you to uh, get started with drinks or do you want to hear some specials? And they'd be like, what? 
And then you'd be like, oh, well, today our special, uh, since this is Cheesecake Factory, our special is going to be deep fried taquitos with three and a half scoops of butter on top. Um, Those are going to come floating on top of a butter soup. Uh, The bowl is made of refried butter. And uh, our happy hour drinks are a butter margarita and a little piece of cheesecake uh, that's actually made of cheese and butter. And they'd be like, uh, that was really good. You know, but like doing the job, like to do this fucking guy wrapped his entire verses in front of these people with no beats. He just did it. The confidence. And that's the difference. I think a lot of people call him a narcissist, but I don't think that he's a narcissist. I really don't. I think there's a difference between narcissism and being supremely confident. And in, in hip-hop, it's different to be supremely confident in hip-hop uh, or like any type of music versus sports versus, well, I guess comedy. I guess I can, I can compare comedy here. Because in music, or especially hip-hop, that confidence is a selling point for your brand. Super, super confident people that think they're the best of the best. Why? First off, why wouldn't you think you're the best of the best? If you don't think you're the best and you think you're like third or fourth best, then you're just going to be third or fourth best. If you think you're the best, you have the potential to become the best. That makes total sense. But I also grew up watching people like Jordan and, and Kobe, who I coached with at his camp for a couple of years. So I was like around that energy a lot. And I got to see what that actually does in real time. And it's kind of, it's a difference between confidence. If you're narcissistic, that's like a pathology, right? That's isn't isn't narcissism like a way of it's like a cockiness without substance. It's like a cockiness that's not based on confidence. It's based on how do I describe it? Or should I just look it up so that I don't have to describe it with my own words? Let me look it up. Jamie, pull up narcissism. Excessive interest in or admiration of Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. It's admiration of oneself and interest in oneself. Whereas confidence is more of a belief in your abilities and a belief in your own talent and a belief in yourself, not admiration of yourself looking in, but a belief in yourself that can draw that energy out and put it out into the public sphere with whatever mechanism it is that you choose, whether it's hip hop or sports or comedy, whatever it is. So that's, I think that's the difference. A narcissistic person is like disgusting and is always admiring themselves, complimenting themselves. Like I just, I'm, I'm the best of all time because I mean, look at what I can do. It's incredible. What I do is incredible. What I do is phenomenal. Nobody can do what I do. Whereas like a confidence is I can be the greatest. I'm the greatest and I will work my ass off until I prove that. And a lot of people are going to understand that I'm the greatest one day. There is a difference there. I see, I can understand the difference. Maybe those, that way of breaking it down isn't, isn't super perfect, but you know, I'm working on my Jordan Peterson psychology shit right now. So check back with me in a couple years. Um, anyways, in the documentary, dude, you see him with this crazy self-confidence as he walks into these rooms and he just starts rapping and bearing his soul for all these people. And then there's the accident that he went through. Man, you got to watch, just watch the documentary. There was a part that almost made me cry. I legit almost cried for the guy because he broke his jaw in this act and he had a car accident and for a rapper to break his jaw, that's crazy. That's like, 
I'm a sprinter shattering their knee. It's like the one thing that you need to make a living. And he's at the dentist trying to figure out what type of surgery he can get to reduce the swelling on his jaw. And the dentist, who was a dick, by the way, I don't know why the dentist was such an asshole. Um, <laughs> he Kanye's asking the dentist, like, what can we do to like get the swelling down? Can this be fixed to like change my physical appearance? And the dentist is like, I don't know if there's anything we can do because it's a very dangerous surgery. And dude, this was so like, it broke my heart to hear what he said. Kanye said, well, you know, I, I work in entertainment and you know, I'm like kind of a, I'm like a decently handsome dude. You know, I, I don't want to look like this. And the dentist was like, there's nothing. I don't know what we can do. It's too dangerous of a surgery. There's nerves right here. And man, oh my God, the feeling of like helplessness. And this is a 20 something Kanye. This is Kanye in his late twenties before all the madness. You know, you guys, we as people need to have the ability to separate others in different aspects of their life without like muddying the waters. Like a lot of people could look back on that and be like, well, fuck him. Who cares? He voted for Trump. Who cares? He yells at his wife and he puts his daughter in like a bad mental state because of his crazy parenting. Yeah. Okay. All that's a different conversation in this scene. We're looking at a late 20 something human person who is going through one of the hardest challenges of all time. He's in a helpless, borderline hopeless situation. And it was really sad. But to see where he he went from that to releasing Through the Wire to winning a Grammy on his debut album, just the work is phenomenal. And it it speaks to who he is as a talent and a creator. Um, And I love that. And if you guys want to have a conversation about his fucking parenting shit and public image, we can have that another time. Because right now, we're just focusing on the good vibes, dude. All right? You want to talk about all that other shit? You go to fucking Twitter, dude. All right? Speaking of Twitter, y'all been on there lately? Woo! Man, some people on Twitter are, they just like, some people like wake up and go on Twitter and look for beef, dude. It's crazy what people search for on Twitter. I don't understand some people on these Twitter threads that just cruise by to like drop a mean comment and just what is like what is, is that a turn on? Do people just jerking off after they drop mean comments? Just like yeah, oh that sounds good coming from somebody who looks like the heifer from Rocco's Modern Life. That and that like I, I I see insults like that all the time in these political threads. It's wild. Um, man, I don't know. Uh, I hope I hope all that shit overseas chills out. You know what I mean? Ryan Long had a great video about um, identifying as <laughs> as when your whole identity is Ukraine is when your whole identity is supporting Ukraine. Like, cause it's true, man. Some people really latch on to what whatever the new and it's that's not to say that supporting Ukraine does not deserve your support. I fucking support Ukraine over Russia, hundred percent. Fucking Putin's a little bitch, dude. Dude needs to go back into his hole. Looks like a little bald muskrat. You know what I mean? But people latch on to something and it becomes their entire identity. That happened to me with um, defund the police and Black Lives Matter when it was first popping. I I fell in to that mission and it like consumed me to the point just for like a week. It wasn't anything crazy, but it was when I when stuff was first happening around like George Floyd and everything like that. 
I I fell in to the mainstream, like get on board, support this at every chance you get, or else you're the enemy. That's really what the um, energy was like. That's what it felt like to me. This is subjective for me. Just telling you my experience. And so I fell into it, and I would have like arguments with family members and like on random comments, just like yeah, no, I, like I was a proponent of defunding the police and you know, if you don't support black lives matter, you're a racist. Um, and that's just it's like, so I understand what that's like because I was in it. I got out of it real quick. Cause luckily I was, I have the brain chemistry to change how I think and do research on things that could alter the way that I take in information and, and, um, digest information. And defunding the police is dumb as fuck, but um, I see <laughs> I see people just latching onto this shit, and it's like funny now. It's like it's sad for sure, but it's like funny, dude. Like you know, so there's there are so many people out there who were all about uh, defund the police, and then all about um, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, above, above, and and that's fine. But like, yeah, for sure. But when it becomes the number one driving force in your life, that's where maybe you should take a breath and identify what your priorities are, right? Unless that truly is your mission and purpose, in which case, great. But, you know, there's people out there that are substitute teachers that are like, or or even comics. I see comedians grasping on to like, oh, no, the booster. And now it's, now it's oh, no, 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 no. And now it's elections. And now it's, no, 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 now it's uh, uh, Ukraine. And, and now what's the next thing? Uh, trans issues. And like, like they there's a period of like a couple of weeks where every tweet or every joke or every like video clip or photo or meme that they post or like infographic they post on their Instagram is about whatever that thing is. And I just wonder like, man, are, do, are you guys doing enough in your life to bring you joy or are you finding a majority of the joy from trending social and cultural issues? and acting as like a conduit for those things to come out to whoever follows you. Is that what's bringing you joy or is what you're actively doing and putting into the world from your brain, bringing you joy? That's my question. And it's not a judgment. It might sound like a judgment, but that's my question because a lot of people latch on to stuff super, super quick. And I think that's a bummer because if they took a beat and they, and they kind of processed information in a different way or in a better way, they maybe could still support whatever that thing is without being consumed by it, you know? Because when you become consumed by it, then you're not you anymore. You, you become a pawn for whatever that thing is. I don't know. How, how, how fucking Alex Jonesy do I sound right now? How I, is this like, what am I, am I creating B anon right now? Is that what this is? <laughs> Anyways, got that colloidal silver. It'll uh, put a little colloidal silver up inside your asshole. Protect you from COVID-20, COVID-21, all the way through COVID-27. Colloidal silver. Get it at uh, Infowars.com. All right. What else we got, man? I hope you guys are chilling, man. We got some fun videos coming out over the next few weeks. Um, today's video is called "Bros: How Bros Talk About Geopolitics. One of my favorites for sure. Um, this was uh, just a delight. Just a really fun, really fun vibe time. It was, um, 
you know, these bro videos are cool because they really challenge me to like learn about whatever the topic is that I'm talking about. And this one, it, they don't really take a long time to shoot. They take a long time to write because I have to pick and choose what pieces of information I want to break down and how I can break them down within the voice of these three dudes that live in my brain. And um, I think I did a good job. You know, it, it, it taught me a lot about NATO and uh, U.S.-Russia relations and the Soviet Union stuff and Russia's goals and Putin's potential goals and Zelensky and Ukraine and Ukraine's political history and Zelensky's political history. And um, yeah, anytime somebody is, is praised as a hero, uh, I immediately have my doubts. I immediately think, oh, there's something else going on here. Immediately. Immediately. Happened with Fauci. Um, happened with uh, Bill Gates. Not so much with Bill Gates because he's not really praised as like a hero. It was more so with like Fauci and Zelensky and uh, and Biden and Biden, those three. And it's just, uh, but you should you should question you should question like, oh okay, everybody loves loves this dude. Everybody fucking loves this guy. I'm open to loving this guy. I'm open to being full on 100% on board. Let me do a little let me do a little digging first. Let me ask some questions. Let me see if anybody else has asked these questions. Let me see what you know, what the history is. Um and that's part of trying to not get wrapped up in whatever the new thing is. You know what I mean? Too quick. Too quick. You know? You can support a cause without making that cause your entire identity. That's the that's the vibe that I like to live within. But hey, live within whatever fucking vibe you you want, you know? Because we all going to die one day and nothing matters. Anyways, I uh, got a couple new videos coming out this week. Bros Talk Geopolitics is good. Another one on Wednesday with my boy Blake Weber. Shot an awesome one with Ryan Long. That'll be out probably in April. Um, what else, man? That's pretty much it, dude. This is a fun vibe time. I hope you guys uh, stick around and, and hang. Um, you know, it's a, we're, we're a small but mighty tribe here on the Vibecast. And I appreciate y'all's energy. I appreciate y'all very much. We got a lot of fun things planned for the spring. We got some cool guests coming up, a couple of comedian friends of mine, a um, couple of uh, an author, a journalist, a couple other people that I just want to hang and vibe with. A few more DJs over the course of the summer. And um, we're just going to keep it moving and see what happens, bro. Because we out here, you know, as the aliens say, we out here. All right. I love you guys very much. I appreciate you very much. Thank you for hanging. Thank you for vibing. Go out there, drink some water, smile at the sky, and uh, be grateful for being alive. Okay? Have a wonderful week. See ya.